Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com offer 23. A Big Spark Studios original. Okay, I've dissociated. Wow, the fog machine is really working double time in this room. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, everybody, what's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Today, we are celebrating quite possibly my favorite calendar holiday. I think I already f***ed up. Is that, did that sound right? The calendar holiday? Sorry, this fog machine has me really confused and disoriented. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I am your host and shaman, Chris Clemens. Um, now before we get into the episode, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like video episodes, we put those up on youtube.com slash Chris. I am also going to be doing a little special smoking 420 episode on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris Clemens, where we're going to really have a kiki. And also, we do smoke sessions on my Discord, which we have. If you're on my YouTube video, it's down below. Um, now, everybody, Jake, Justin, and Sam are here as always. How are y'all doing on this fine 420? Happy 420. Do you guys celebrate? I don't think I have for like 15 years. You used to, yeah. <laughs> wow. But you guys are allies. Yes. Yeah. We love an ally. Thank you so much. Jake, you are on mute, so I'm just going to take what you said with a grain of salt. Thank you so much. Um, as I mentioned, we are celebrating 420 today, and for someone celebrating 420, I am sitting so rigid. Um, it is 1 o'clock on a Thursday, so I am not celebrating, and I'm also being pretty vague because YouTube is a little stingy <laughs> about this subject matter, so that's why I'm going to be doing an entire Patreon episode as well. Um, but it's not going to be like unhinged, it's just going to be like you know, a long rambling, but just not unhinged. So legal, don't worry. Um, now, because it is a 420 episode, I wanted to shout out a few um, causes like we normally do. 
And the first one is Prison Radio. Um, I want you guys to, the links will all be down below for you to check out, learn more, donate to. Um, I know, obviously, we're in a f***ing recession. Um, but, you know, if you've, if you've got even a dollar, five dollars, I just think all of us combined can go so much further than we think. So the first one is Prison Radio. The second one is Last Prisoner Project. And then the third one is um, an organization I found called Vera. And they're all working towards mass... They're, they're all working in the space of mass incarceration and um, non-violent drug offenses and things like that. And I just think as a white person to be sitting here celebrating this and even calling it a holiday, it would be just wildly amiss not to bring that up and like think about those who literally have had their life completely taken away from them because of something as f***ing trivial as a plant. <laughs> but that is besides zip points. Now, I personally have never understood what 420 was. I just know like, ah, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I thought it would be fun to do a little... <laughs> a little <laughs> I would uh retest my reading abilities six months after we've done any reading kind of segments. So this is from the History Channel, and I figured that this was probably a solid rundown of where 420 came from. I just had no idea. And that is literally the first line of this article. Many don't know the origins of the 420 reference, but have vague recollections of once heard tales about its origins. I love this, like, Aesop fable kind of vibe that they're giving. They were high when they first learned it, learned about it. Yeah, no, the people who were typing this were, like, fully just, like, on a whole canister of edibles. Some believe it's the number of active chemicals in marijuana. Others, that it's based on tea time in Holland. All right, so that would help if you guys made Tea Time in Holland a clickable link so I could learn what the f*** that is. Um, some reference the birthday of, okay, Adolf Hitler, April 20th, 1889, and others, and others Bob Dylan's legendary Everybody Must Get Stoned refrain from his hit Rainy Day Women number 12 and 35. 12 multiplied by 35 does equal 420. Guys, I don't think any stoner is doing this kind of like hoop jumping to make 420 a thing. I think they would have just called it 12 and saved the math. Um, <laughs> in reality, it can all be traced back to a group of five California teens who used to hang out by a wall outside of their San Rafael school, a meeting spot that inspired their nickname, the Waldos. Honestly, that is a fire band name. Just saying. In the fall of 1971, the Waldos learned of a Coast Guard member who had planted a cannabis plant and could no longer tend to the crop. Provided with a treasure map, some say by the plant's owner himself, supposedly leading to the abandoned product, the group would meet at the Louis Pasteur statue outside their high school at least once a week condu to conduct a search. Their meeting time? 4.20 p.m. After practice, they were all athletes. The Waldos would pile into a car, smoke some pot, and scour the nearby Point Reyes forest for the elusive free herb. One of the original members of the Waldos, Steve Capper, told the Huffington Post, oh my god, they're this recent? The Huffington Post was around? How long has Miss Ariana Huffington been doing this shit? How old is she? We would remind each other in the hallways we were supposed to meet at 4.20. It originally started out 420 Lewis, and then we eventually dropped the Lewis, or Louis. I don't know how, I don't understand English, honestly. Not that that comes to a shock to anybody. They never did score the free bed, but perhaps they stumbled onto something more lasting? 
question mark. The term 420 was coined, allowing the high schoolers to discuss smoking pot without their parents or teachers knowing. Oh my God, can you imagine? Although I guess my mom still doesn't really know what 420 is. I'll be like, oh, it's 420. And she's like, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but how long did this ragtag team of pot plant seekers at high school in California manage to spread their secret phrase internationally? For that, we turn to the Grateful Dead. While wow, there are so many twists and turns. M. Night Shyamalan must have wrote this article. <laughs> Members of the Waldos had open access and many connections to the band. Wait, what? Mark Gravich's father managed the Dead's real estate. Dave Reddick's older brother was good friends with Dead bassist Phil Lesh and managed a Dead side band. Capper told the Huffington Post, there was a place called Winterland and we'd always be backstage running around or on stage. And of course, we're using those phrases when somebody passes a joint or something. Hey, 420. So it started spreading through that community. I'm sorry. Time out. Not that I don't disbelieve the History Channel because that would be very MAGA of me. <laughs> However, if they have this many connections to the Grateful Dead, why are they searching Narnia for free weed? I'm so baffled. It seems like you guys are backstage with like five of these plants and you don't need a map for. Wait, you're telling me the Grateful Dead was on drugs? Oh, doll, we don't have that much time today. Yeah, no, (laughs) not at all. Now, the first time Stephen Bloomer ever heard the phrase 420 was during Christmas week at a Grateful Dead concert in Oakland, California. Of course, it's Oakland, California. In 1990, when he was a reporter for High Times, Bloom was wandering... I was about to say, what year is this? And then I literally just read 1990. <laughs> Bloob was wondering... Bloob. 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 <laughs> Honestly, me in an hour. Bloom was wandering through the congregation of hippies that would gather before dead concerts, and a deadhead handed him a flyer that said, we are going to meet at 420 on 420 for 420-ing in Marin County <laughs> at the Bolinas Ridge Sunset Spot at Mount Tamalapis. That is the most stoner sentence i've ever heard that's a lot of words your reading is great chris i know right i was thinking i think it's improved guys and i have not even sought out a tutor like i think i said i would pretty excellent today the unofficial holiday is known worldwide mr worldwide officials of the (laughs) university of colorado at boulder and the university of california santa cruz two colleges that boast of having the biggest smokeouts attempted to push Back on the growing popularity of festivities among their students in 2009, they encouraged or pleaded with their students to not participate to no avail. Yeah, I mean, guys, maybe you just realize that the ship is sunk and you're on a lifeboat. Take what you get. 420 has also been referenced in classic movies like Pulp Fiction, where some of the clocks are set to the time 420 on national TV when a contestant on The Price is Right only bid numbers involving 420. Oh... Oh my god, 1990s Nickelodeon cartoon Rocco's Modern Life featured a clock reading 420. Whoa. (laughs) Like, okay, thank you, History Channel. We could have stopped this article maybe like four paragraphs early. Um, They need to amend it to include like podcasts unhinged had a clock in the background. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're so, Sam, you're so right for that. I mean, you have never been more right for that. You're like, so absolutely correct. Someone write in to whoever I joked about writing this article and tell them to f- update it. Bloop? No, not bloop. <laughs> Bloob. I already forget. This is what marijuana does, guys. Oopsies. This is an educational podcast episode about the effects. Um, 
Well, it isn't a 420 without a fun game, and that was literally the least casual segue ever, but I tried, so let's let's hear it for the boy. Um, I thought of a fun game called Sink or Smoke, where Jake's, Justin, and Sam came up with different people in different scenarios, and I have to choose if I would smoke in that situation or I would sink. And based off of the way we play games prior, I'm nervous about this. <laughs> and we have what, like 15 of them or so? There's plenty. We have a lot. There's plenty. Oh my god, the coffee I just had is awful. Oh no. Wow. Is it office coffee? Office coffee. Brutal. You would think we're in the Empire State Building. I'm like, Empire, step your pussies up. <laughs> Anyways, let's play a fun game of sink or smoke. <clears throat> Hello, Chris. Um, so here, here is your sink or smoke Um, (laughs) right now we're all sinking (laughs) all right you get to smoke a joint with serena williams ooh, as she gives you a private tennis lesson but then you both have to perform pedicures on customers with toe fungus (laughs) okay you sick what i will repeat it again no, I don't need a repeat. Thank you. That one's that one's in the noggin for life. Um, now, the question... Oh, my God. I mean, I guess the main question I have is, do I get to wear gloves when I'm giving said pedicure? No. Ew! Jake is ruthless. They have a medicinal problem, and I can't wear medical gloves? You're sick for that. The reason why is you're you're smoking a J with Serena Williams and she's giving you a private tennis lesson and you're not going to wear gloves when you're playing the tennis. And so afterwards, you just got to. I also don't think I'm giving people with fungus a pedicure on a tennis court. (laughs) Chris is mad at the hypothetical. The last time I checked, I'd be in a salon. (laughs) Oh, you sicko. Um, I. Dude, that's tough because, like, the first part is, like, literally a bucket list kind of thing. Holy shit. How many people am I giving foot things to? What am I doing with feet? Oh, God, I f***ing hate it. Three feet? Three feet? What happened to the fourth foot? Throw three people. Six feet. I don't care. No, there's three other feet if I'm doing three people. Um, <laughs> I might have to sink on this one. I'm, like, giving up serious bucket list. I can't touch strangers' feet. Like, I don't even want to touch my own. It's Serena Williams, though. Yeah, it's also three set of feet <laughs> that have fungus. Like, we're not even thinking, I'm not even thinking about the fungus. I'm talking about, like, normal average feet. Yeah, they have fungus hard pass. Talk about athlete's foot. Ha <laughs> ha, I don't That's what the know what else called. to say. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. Show me your feet, bitch. Show me the dogs. Never, not for free. That's that's the good little businessman I raised. <laughs> also, Justin just had a birthday. Everybody sing happy birthday to yourselves for Justin. Thank you. I was going to say really quick, it's my mom. My mom's birthday is 420 as well. Oh, my God. One of my best friends, Dory, her birthday is 420. Shout out to all those we love. It's always really hard, though, because I feel bad because like I treat it like it is literally like a holiday where I disconnect. And I'm like, oh, I guess I should like call her and say happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Not ideal having pre-plan your text the day before, like do it on four nine. I don't know if you have in fact met me and or remember me, but something tells me I won't remember to do that either. <laughs> All right, 
Is that the only sink or swim? Because honestly, I, I thought you would do. Sir, I thought you would do that one for sure. I honestly was debating like tennis lessons with Serena, but foot, if it was just a pedicure, I think I could be on board with foot fungus. F- no, and no gloves. You're just mean for that. It's the rules of the game. I didn't make it up. Well, literally, I did, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think we did make it up. I think we like literally made this up. Okay, how about this? Oh boy. Um, so you get to take edibles with Miss Hillary Duff. Ah! Oh my god! And you spend the day volunteering at a cat shelter, caring for all the sickly cats, but you have to clean out ten of the cat boxes. Well, you spend the day volunteering at a cat shelter. Okay. And you get to play with the cats, but then you got to shovel their shit with no gloves. When you say they're sickly, are they like gross or are they just normal? They have herpes like my cats. <laughs> Ew. Oh my God. You guys are going to make me seem like the biggest fucking downer ever. I'm going to say sink to all of these. Um, It's also really kind of scary how well you know how much I hate, like of what I hate. That's like really kind of scary. Huh. Uh, edibles with Hillary Duff. I wonder how Hillary Duff would be on edibles. Like, that's a really interesting quandary that I've never thought about. Is it worth it? Are the cats healthy? It's just a cat shelter? No, some of the cats are um, being rehabilitated. So, but, like, there's no, like, feces or, like, internal fluids? Well, no, but out their cat box. cleaning is part of it. Well, I mean, besides the cat box, but you just take a little sifter and you dig it out, right? They're all, they all have dingleberries. There's nothing that will be dangerous to you. Yeah, I'm kind of in. I'm down. I'll I'll smoke. He smokes. Or I guess I guess I'll chew edibles. <laughs> Smoking that cat piss. Yeah, I mean, how many cats are we talking actually? Well, many cats. Do you have to clean out ten cat boxes? Well, I feel like honestly, I'm down for that because cats are really like to themselves. Like, I feel like they won't really be like all over me the way I think they will. Yeah, I'm I'm smoking. He's smoking. He's chewing. Um, Hillary Duff, if you want to do edibles, let me know. That would be kind of fun. That would be what dreams are made of. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said yes. You braved of. your fears. I braved it. Now I. I mean, the foot fungus though. If those were feet, I would have done it. I'm still thinking about Serena Williams and how I missed like one of the greatest opportunities of a lifetime. <laughs> Once in a lifetime, Chris. <laughs> I know, and I fucked it up. Um, you. Hotbox, a classic Chevy Impala with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. <gasps> and then you go to a comped MAGA dinner with um, Trump and supporters at Mar-a-Lago. Am I going with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Chaperones. I think so. I'm honestly down for that because that sounds really fucking fun to be so <laughs> high at. And then just to be like playing the part of like, hey, them f- I swear to God, I'm going to... But sometimes, you know, maybe I do like a thumb up the butt. I mean, you guys need to try it. Like, you know, like slowly infiltrate. I think it'd be really fun. Like, I do... Like, this is where I'm at in my life where I think that is really fun. Like, yeah, I'm... And it's comp, so I don't even have to pay. I don't give a shit. That sounds great. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll, like, try and catch the many people there doing illegal stuff, doing illegal stuff. That would be so fun. See, like... That is fulfilling, like, my Spy Kids fantasies, yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly, you guys just, like, that's actual bucket list. Wow, I'm, like, obsessed with this idea. I'm energized. <laughs> this office coffee. Let's smoke, baby. Snoop, Martha, get in the, 
classic Chevy Impala. That was very <laughs> descript for the example, but love it. I did look up one of the coolest cars to hotbox. Okay, Sam, with the research. She said, I'm going to paint the picture. No, it'd be hearse, Pope Mobile. Oh my God, I want a hotbox <laughs> or hearse, although that sounds like low key bad. The wiener, it's all morbid. Oscar Mayer Wiener. <gasps> yeah, the Oscar Mayer Wiener. Oh my God, I need Jake, Jake, Jake. I need to hotbox the Oscar Mayer Wiener van. <laughs> I want to make it very clear. I want to make it very clear. This is not a bit. This is not a joke. I want to hotbox the Oscar Mayer bus. Jake, please, can we make this happen? That YouTube video title alone is crazy. Okay. <laughs> I've written it down. Hotboxing the Oscar Mayer Wiener bus? <laughs> Dude, I'm like losing my mind over this. Or hotbox the hot dog. Hot, no, I like the original, but thank you. <laughs> I love the workshopping. It's always welcomed. Um, oh my God, between like the Compt Maga dinner and this, I'm like really hot and heavy. <laughs> I'm like, woo. And just for the record, it's not because I support anything along MAGA. I just like want to go in there and like in disguise and be like, hey, man, what's up? What do you think they're talking <laughs> about? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, well, I mean, I would have to definitely get like prosthetic teeth that have like holes in them or something. Like, there would have to be things missing, including brain cells. But like, I'm down for the challenge. Like, it'll be my greatest role yet. All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll try and call the Oscar Mayer wiener people. I'll give the wiener people a ring. I've already tried. They haven't answered. <laughs> Girl. Or, the, or the Scooby-Doo van. I think that might be good, too. The mystery machine? No, I think that's already been hotboxed a few times. I'm looking at you, Shaggy. Nice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, you have to do three bong rips. Ooh. With James Charles. You make it... Oh, okay. I was going to say you make it sound like a bad thing. No, that is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So you have to do three bong rips with James Charles, but then you get to be dropped off at a VIP guest, as a VIP guest at the Vanity Fair party. Yeah, I'd rather just be dropped off the Empire State Building that I'm inside of right now. Like, I... That's, like, the easiest sink I've ever sunk. Yeah. The only positive about that were the bong rips and like the Vanity Fair party. But if I'm have just taken three bong rips, well, no, I guess I would actually be pretty ready for the party. Huh. The party sounds stressful and the guest sounds insufferable and also like a criminal. Um, but yeah, hard, hard pass. I'd, yeah, I'd rather never smoke weed again. Okay, you get to rip a gravity bong with Frank Ocean, <gasps> and he shows you his unreleased new album. But ah, oh my god, I literally, honestly, like, I don't care what you say. I mean, maybe I do. Okay, <laughs> okay. but then you have to get his cock ring permanently installed. Done, done, and triple done. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, do you want me to f around and find out? Because I can will. I want to hit his gravity bong. Are you? F me right now have you seen justin made me look up the the cock ring it's impeccable <laughs> i have the magazine with the out the censored picture and i'm like whoa dog i want it so bad is it uncensored in that homer magazine like the first yeah i got the homer magazine as do i oh yeah it's nighttime reading for me <laughs> oh it's anytime reading for me i'm single <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like the easiest smoke. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. I mean, 
See, this is why I almost hate games like this because I hear that and I'm like, wow, so that'll just never happen to me. That's bleak. You know, like that is happening with other people. Maybe not like the permanent installment, but wow. That should be me getting your cock ring. That should be me <laughs> installed permanently. That should be me ripping your gravity bong. Anyways. You'll see him next year at the Grammys. Um, people are seeing him this weekend at Coachella, and I literally just can't think about it. Are you not so going? we're going to keep moving on, and we're not going to talk about it. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. Okay. Even though I brought it up. <laughs> I'm like, guys, seriously, stop talking about it. Okay, I'm going to distract you. You smoke weed with Jesus and learn about a historical secret, but then you have to watch your own birth in 4K resolution. I mean, honestly, I know that y'all meant for like the 4K resolution birth watching to be the worst part, but I think smoking with Jesus would be the worst part. <laughs> Even if you learn about some historical secret? I've learned a lot about historical secrets. I didn't like a single one, <laughs> I gotta say. History? Bleak. <laughs> so bleak. Really, just overall bleak. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'd love to get high with Jesus, but, like, isn't he already, like, resurrecting? Like, isn't he... I think he's, like, naturally high. Like, a bitch is f***ing walking on water. <laughs> I don't think that trip is gonna get any crazier for him. Um... I mean, yeah, I'll smoke just because it doesn't sound that bad to say past to. I mean, like, I guess there's something about seeing, like, my mom birth me that doesn't freak me out. Is her face in the frame? Yeah. Oh, okay, then that might change things. Of course. <laughs> well, I just meant if it was, like, a close-up, I could be like, that's not me or my mom. Like, I'm in sixth grade health class, even though health class never showed that. But I have never seen a baby be born. And, like, that kind of interests me. So why not watch me be born? You know? you never seen a baby be born? No. They didn't make you watch that in school? No. They showed us, like, what an erection was. And I was like, no, I got it. Thank you. I've got one right now looking at this. Thank you. <laughs> like, I, I've got that chapter pretty covered. I had this sex ed class once where uh, they opened it up to questions at the end, right? And this one kid, his name is Gabe, uh, and he was like looked perplexed and he raised his hand and he goes, oh, my God, he goes. So if I have a boner all the time, then I never have to pee. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess. But what are you what's the end game here, buddy? <laughs> Did he elaborate? No, that was just the, that was just a fourth grader brain trying to wrap his head around. There's no such thing as a bad question. Yeah. No, there is. There definitely is. That is just one thing we shouldn't have taught kids is that there is no such thing as a dumb question because there is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there is such thing as a dumb question and people need to know that. It's getting out of hand. If you look him up, I wonder if he won like uh, some sort of Nobel Prize. Mensa. Some, some, right, he, <laughs> he may have become a... No, he's giving me like the vibe that he does like boob jobs for a living. Like He's never peed. Yeah, no, that's the article, the Time Magazine article, The Boy Who Never Peed. <laughs> yeah, he's like a gynecologist, like a creepy one. <laughs> I have a question for you then, Chris, and it involves Nicki Minaj. Oh, God, okay. So you do dabs with Nicki Minaj. That honestly sounds scary as alone 
<laughs> like, I love Nikki, but that sounds terrifying. <laughs> all right. Well, you do dabs with Nikki Minaj, but then you have to read all 1,424 pages of War and Peace and then make a brand deal video about your review. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, no, I would because I would do the audiobook. And then how much am I getting paid for the brand deal? Oh, that's a good question. Come on, Jake, you're my manager. manager. You should have thought of this. Yeah, what did you negotiate for him, Jake? For War and Peace? I mean... It would be a book publisher deal, probably. Yeah, so they got book money, which is... It's an audible deal. <laughs> and then, and how about this? How about we throw in that you can go on the Nicki Minaj tour with her and you open for her five minutes of stand-up every show? I don't think that that would make a lot of sense. Jake, you really might be making a case to get fired at this point. I'm not. I'm like, this is scary. You don't know the rate for a f***ing brand deal. And you think that five minutes of white Caucasian Chris Clemens stand up is going to resonate on the Nicki Minaj world tour. We're making you dream, Chris. No, I no, 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 no. The green plant that I love so much makes me dream. Um, this is sounding like a nightmare. I'm going to pass. I love Nikki. Would love to maybe smoke with her. Do not want to read Warren Crime or something. <laughs> Warren Peace, not not even for a six-figure deal? Six-figure deal, I would. 100%. I would buy the audiobook like six times. All right, we're in. Okay, great. So I guess I'm doing it. But do I have to go on tour? That sounds a little stressful. No, no. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm in. I'll, I'll, I'll smoke to that. I'll smoke to that. Wow, getting high with Nicki Minaj truly sounds terrifying, though. Sorry to interrupt this little smoke sesh, but before we go on with the episode, I want to thank one of our sponsors, which is Dipsy. As you guys know, they sponsor Unhinged with Chris Clemens often, and I am so appreciative and grateful. Now, if you don't know, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about a second chance romance, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups baby radically inclusive dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56 percent of stories are voice acted by people of color you've never heard celebrities like this before listen to stories voiced by sarunas j jackson er fight master and luke cook new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore <laughs> on top of that dipsy also has soothing sleep stories wellness sessions and sexy stories that you can read now for listeners of unhinged with chris clemens dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash unhinged that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash unhinged. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. Again, dipsystories.com slash unhinged. Let's get back to the episode. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. 
Oh, this one. Okay. You have to apply THC-infused sunscreen all over Mark Zuckerberg's body. <laughs> In return, you get to permanently scrub yourself from the internet. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa, I'd be free. Oh, my God. What would I even do with myself? Maybe I'd start all over, but with a pseudonym so no one knew my real name. That sounds like a fun. No, wait, I'm not going to apply sunscreen all over like a naked Mark Zuckerberg just to like get back into the shit. Hard pass. And you know he likes it. Did you, you say know naked? he likes it thick. <laughs> okay. Have you seen that picture of him? No, and I, I'm really you okay. Have seen that picture I'm... of him? Oh, with the sunscreen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant no. Well, you said that right after you said something about he likes it thick. So I just really wanted I wanted to motor surf away from this topic <laughs> yeah. because it's horrifying. That's so scary of a concept to have to be the applier of the sunscreen. No, hard pass. I'd rather drown in the ocean. He's motor surfing in. <laughs> he sunk. I sunk. Um, okay, you get to do. <laughs> This has moved on from from weed. Uh, so you, I know you, this is like you get to hold people hostage, <laughs> but <laughs> you get to hold people hostage with Hillary Duff. But <laughs> Paolo shows up and you have to sing live with him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. You get to smoke dad grass with Jake, but then you have to give his kids college advice right afterwards. Okay, that's no problem because Dadgrass is just CBD and it doesn't get me stoned. So I'm pretty sure I've already done this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've smoked actual THC and given his kids college advice. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I do it. Thanks, Uncle Chris. No. Jake, you're my manager and older than me. That doesn't track. My kids. Thanks, Uncle Chris. Oh, oh, go. oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. At first, I was like, "What role reversal is happening?" I feel so confused. <laughs> I, I will, I will tell Mia and Amelia what's going on. Well, one of them got into like a really great school, so I don't think they need my advice. <laughs> like, I just don't think that's the case. So, I think I could take advice from them. Fair enough. All right, let's do one more sink or smoke. I don't like the little giggles oh, because dude. I just okay. <laughs> I'm so scared what's right. coming. Uh, we got, okay. Um, so Beyonce. Love. Huge fan. Beyonce invites you into her underground laboratory. She's developed a machine that can travel in the dimension between time and space. Beyonce offers you a hit of her DMT vape as you both step inside the machine. Beyonce utters a short Christian prayer, which makes you consider whether she's even done this before. You close your eyes and you clench your fists as you ready yourself for the unpredictable in full acceptance of whatever comes next. You open your eyes and you find yourself in an elevator with Beyonce, Solange, and Jay-Z. You realize in this instant that this is your chance. This is your chance to stop it. Do you do you sink? Or do you smoke? I mean, can I like do this ride, get off, and get back in line? I mean, what are we talking about? Are you kidding? That is like First of all, one of my favorite fan fictions I've ever heard. Thank you so much for that creativity you put into that. You put the whole puss and the whole crack into that. Thank you. Oh, my God. I saw the whole movie happening in my head. <laughs> Maybe because of, yeah, the medicine I took before this. Oh, my God. I don't think I would stop it. I would just watch. <laughs> you know, like... 
I am Team Solange till the day I die. So I just would like to witness that sounds. <gasps> oh my God. What's really sad is I've realized that this will never happen in my life. <laughs> and therefore, life feels a little less worth it, you know? Anyways, wow. Did you guys come up with that? We were. We have a ones. lot of weird ones. That <laughs> Wait, why did we hear these? We, we were nervous. For the end. <laughs> um, okay, let's run one more back, Turbo, because I'm obsessed with these little fan fictions. Uh, okay, we have two more. One of them's really long. Wait, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, you do the. Uh, yeah, how, how long? No, you do. How long? You, no, you want. You don't want to do this one. No, you do it. How long? Uh, okay. How long? Mm. Oh, oh, wow. Mm, okay. Uh, oh, oh my God, Justin. Okay. <laughs> okay. You and SZA do a day, a spa day and give each other CBD massages. But SZA was struggling with a dark secret that threatened to destroy everything she'd worked so hard for. You see, SZA had developed a serious gambling addiction <laughs> and she'd racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to the mafia. They're ruthless and they're not going to let her off the hook easily. They're threatening her family and her livelihood. SZA knows that she needs to find a way out of this mess before it's too late. Desperate for help, SZA turns to you, Chris. She suggested that they try to negotiate a payment plan with the mafia, offering to pay off SZA's debts in installments over time. But as we all know, this is a risky move. The mafia is notorious for their brutality, and they might not be willing to accept anything less than full payment right away. So instead, you come up with a bold plan. You decide to hold a benefit concert to raise money to pay off her debts. Uh, it would be a huge event <laughs> featuring some of the biggest names in the music industry. <clears throat> that you would headline all the proceeds going towards paying off her debts. I didn't take enough medicine for that one. Okay. I hear what you mean by they keep getting weirder. Um, well, I would say, babe, I might not be the best person to turn to. I think, you know, Beyonce, like, I think, you know, Kim K you were just in a skims ad. I would hit her up because Chris Jenner, would scare any mafia member. I mean, like, you've got... You're out of jail. Oh, wait, this was an advice. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, why not? That sounds, like, chaotic and fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, the mafia does sound a little scary to me, so... <laughs> yeah, I would say no. I would say no, because... No offense, a CBD massage doesn't sound that great <laughs> for getting entwined with the mafia, you know? yeah. Like, the payoff doesn't really feel there. If it were, like, a Keefe-covered joint. <laughs> oh, wow. But, yeah, I don't think a CBD massage, although a massage does sound absolutely orgasmic right now. Wow, my posture is just, like, <sighs> Um, alrighty, let's go on to voicemails. I think, yeah, the thought, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna read the room, which is the first time I've ever done that. Didn't really care for it. Um, now this is a part that I love doing on Unhinged with Chris Cummins, where I hear from you guys. You guys can call into 310-844-6459. Feel free to save that number in your phone and call just whenever you want, honestly. Leave a voicemail. We have an assortment of voicemails that we just figured it would be fun for this episode to, just collect some oldies and bring them up to the surface. So, okay. All right, I'm gonna play a voicemail. Hi, Chris. This is Hannah. Hi, Hi Hannah. Chris. This is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. We're roommates. We live in New York, and we we're just talking the other day roommates? about what's the longest amount of time that we've owned a pair of underwear because. Oh. 
Summer, summer underwear could very well be from like when we were 18. Yeah, and we're both 23. So I called my mom. Oh, <laughs> and no. I asked her, how long are you supposed to wear a pair of underwear? Like, can you wear them forever until they're just like falling apart? Which we knew was, was not the answer, but. You know, but you just have to call mom in that situation. Anyway, she said that you're supposed to throw them out every six months. So our question to you <laughs> is how long have you owned a pair of underwear? What's the longest amount of time that you've had? Like, what is the oldest pair of Heidi Whitey you have up in your dresser? We need to know. We need to know. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Thank- Bye. Thanks, guys, for that really f***ing unhinged question. Um, I have to say I don't have... A timeline on my underwear, I kind of just buy it and then use it and then forget it exists. Um, Every six months sounds a little insane and wasteful. I've definitely had underwear for at least a year. I would say most of my underwear I've had, if not all of it. I get rid of my underwear when I have any or all of the following. A hole in my crotch. A hole in my butthole. like. If it's like, if there's a rip along the waistband that's wider than an inch, it has to go. Or, no, some t- those, an inch to two inch, ri- no, two inch rip needs to go. That's insane. Like an inch rip, I'll sometimes keep just as like, okay, you know, when you're lazy and don't want to do laundry, it's like, that's like the emergency reserve. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wear it until it's like unwearable or it's just like, if, someone I was trying to hook up with saw this, would I be ashamed? Mm. Um, that is kind of my baseline is there have to be rips in it because you're washing your underwear, I hope. So therefore it doesn't really matter if it's dirty because it should be clean. So like, yeah, that's my answer. I don't know if panties are different though. Um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I assume that maybe they're made with thinner material. Um, that is more susceptible to ripping. But I would say if they're, like, unwearable or you would be ashamed by someone seeing them, not, like, someone, but, like, someone you're trying to impress, that's when I would say maybe toss them or turn them into a kitchen rag after you wash it. (laughs) That's, like, a fun one I like doing. Um, It's true. It's great. It's, like, you just have, like, a shitty rag that literally... You wear out, or you could just dig a hole and bury it in the backyard because it's cotton. I think your, if your underwear ends up being shitty rags, I think that's another that's a problem. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, not shitty. Like, there's no shit on it. It's just like you clean it, and then it's like, yeah, this rag I'm using has a hole in it, but it's like better than just tossing it. He's being sustainable. <laughs> you just have a drawer of fucking holy underwear in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mormons. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't they, have spe- they have special underwear, right? <laughs> yes, they do. They're holy. Yeah, that's what Heather said. I am. Hey, Chris Ooh. Clemens hey. and Unhinged Podcast family. Oh, wow, what a strong that's voice. Jake, Justin, and Sam. Uh, hi, guys. Not. Hey, everyone. Oh, my gosh. So, um, I am a kleptomaniac. Just, oh. just throwing that out there. I understand why you didn't say your name. I will not steal from you personally. Like, if I know you, I will not steal from you. Okay, that's comforting. But if I'm out somewhere, I don't know who the f*** is, owns this shit, and I can fit it in my possession, my body, like, very well. 
I'll do it. So my latest like uh, obsession was uh, stealing butter knives from restaurants because okay. they're all different. It's they like are. a little collection I'm g- gaining. I'm gaining a collection of butter knives. <laughs> I have. I'm not kidding. I'm not even lying. I don't think 36 butter knives, all different handles, all different blades. Like, I'm obsessed. I, I, I can't stop stealing butter knives. Like, I don't know. And the handles are all intricate. There's stuff like some of them have flowers on them. I some have, the like, bars. And, like, it's, like, all the designs. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Maybe I should just make my own butter line, uh, butter knife line, I guess. I yeah, know. there we go. What do I do? How do I stop stealing butter knives? I can't. I can't. I need advice. I can't. All your other voicemails are about sex and relationships and shit. I am dealing with a knife issue. I'm dealing with a real knife issue. Okay. Whoa. Sam, please help me out. I mean, oh, Chris and Unhinged. Yes, please help me out. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for that that was literally unhinged. Sam, help him out. No. This is he asked you. <laughs> yeah, why did he ask me? You're the resident. Do you think that I have a knife problem? I'm so obsessed with this. Wait till you find out little espresso spoons. You're gonna blow your mind. <laughs> your mind is gonna go ba boom. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the gag. I don't think in the grand scheme of things, that's a bad thing. You know, if we all start stealing butter knives. That might be a bad thing, you know? Like, we might really cause a shortage of butter knives. And, guys, I love butter. Please don't do that. But, like, you know, I think there's worse things. I think if you get into the restaurant business, you have to... Account for theft. (laughs) Yeah, account for theft. Like, or just have ugly f***ing cutlery. And so you've made it... Like, I don't know. I... If you're stealing butter knives from people's homes, I'd be like, you really need to, like, seek help, Jesus. Scientology, even. I mean, at that point, I'd probably suggest anything. But, yeah, I don't think you're... I think you're fine. Go easy on yourself. Spread some butter. It sounds like you have 36 knives to do it with, so... (laughs) I mean, that honestly sounds so cool. I... (laughs) Uh, If you guys do that or have this hobby, I'm not encouraging it. But every time you do it, use the you're coming home with me sound on TikTok. It's literally my sound (laughs) that nobody knows is me. And by the way, I do still have the prop from that (laughs) project. So (laughs) me calling a TikTok a project and then also me stealing a project. Okay, it'll be in a museum someday. Your little spoon. Yeah, the Chris Clemens Hoarder Museum. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have necessarily advice for you other than just like if you really want to stop, maybe actually seek professional help because 36 is a lot of fing knives to have stolen. I'm not gonna lie. Like I love a mug, I love a little spoon or a little fork. I really don't have more than five. Um so <laughs> Maybe, like, slow your roll a little. Like, maybe start being like, okay, this one isn't the most special, you know? Because you're about to start looking like an old lady who collects those little spoons from, like, different countries and stuff. It's it's about to get depressing, I feel. Like, you're on the precipice. So maybe just take, like, a little break. Like, find who you are again, you know? Like, come into contact with your inner self. That's my advice. Thank you. I'll start up your game and start stealing steak knives. 
Oh my God, literally. Oh, I did steal a steak knife once from a place, The Rose in Santa Monica. Hi, if you're listening, or Venice, I don't really remember. <laughs> oh my God, it was the most gorgeous red handle. I still have it. It's in a memory box somewhere. Um, oh my God, yeah, I put all the stuff I steal in memory boxes because mental illness. They put the butter knives out as like decoys so you don't steal the steak knives. Mm. Little do they realize I'm going to steal the whole place setting. <laughs> Game set and match. <laughs> Take it, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't need Serena Williams lessons. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> if I'm going to be just absolutely real with y'all, I don't even know where we are. Well, let's rip one more. Alrighty, let's do one last voicemail, and then um, I think we all have some some products to hit up. Hi, Chris. My name is Catherine. Hi, I Catherine. I feel compelled to finally call I'm this honored. number. I'm um, honored. I love your podcast. And no. today I just was repainting my upstairs bathroom and I have listened to six episodes of yours today. So you oh. have been the only voice that has been accepted into my brain and I actually think that you are my Jesus Christ now. I could even believe that. Oh sorry. Yeah, I think the paint fumes are getting to me. It's been a long day. But I just wanted to ask if there is a store that you get like euphoria from saving money at. I'm from the East Coast. Mine is Ocean State Job Lot. Um, I feel like I always get an amazing deal there, and I was just like staring at the receipt afterwards to see how much money I saved. Um, but I was wondering if you have a store that you're just like, yeah, I rule this store. I basically steal from it with a receipt. Anyways, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Um, honestly, this is about to sound like a fucking brand deal, but there's like this, like, Bubble extension. <laughs> um, and some it'll pop up, and I'll always, like, click it. Bleep the name, because they're not running me a check. And <laughs> it always, like, tells me how much money I save, and it is the craziest rush. I don't have as, like, relatable of a one, but there's this online store that I always shop at. And I shop at it so much that I get discounts now. And... They apply to sale items, and I always love shopping the sale items because it's, like, so much cheaper. Oh, I mean, duh, that was... <laughs> okay, clearly the the pen's gotten to me. But, um, yeah, getting a double discount, I, like, always get that rush. But Target is a big one that, like, it sounds pretty basic, but, like, with the different... Like, in the Target wallet on the app, oh, I love the wallet... I like will do different savings and I'll get like a $15 gift card back for buying $50 of home supplies. And like, I'll have target rewards and I'll just like use them and then shit will just be like free. I mean, still not free because target still ends up somehow being like $300. But, um, I'm trying to think there is one that I'm thinking of that I literally can't think of. So if I think of it, I will think to get back to you. Thank you so much. Um, no, I do want to touch on what you said about you listening to my episode, like six of my episodes. Thank you so much. I really like, like, this is such a sentimental tangent that Miss Mary has me feeling in my soul. But I am so like honored and feel so lucky to have 
so many people love this podcast. To me, it always feels like such a not an afterthought because like we do put thought into it and we really like plan. Sometimes we don't like, but we all know those episodes. Um, (laughs) And it just, to me, it's not like my bread and butter to me. I'm like, it's some, and I don't mean this like shadily, but it's like a janky show. Like we're all on zoom. Like there's a camera that truly looks like it's falling over. It's just, at such a weird (laughs) angle. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's really nice to have this mean such a big part of y'all's life. I, I I don't think I take it, I think I take it for granted. And I think that it's not as successful because the YouTube videos only get like 40,000 views or whatever. And to me, I'm like, wow, I'm a failure. And I look at that as a loss. But like hearing shit like that from y'all really is... Like, ooh, that hits. That's that's really nice, and I really appreciate it. And I know that this podcast is all over the place, which is part of the f-ing reason I called it Unhinged, so I didn't really have to explain myself on this. But, I mean, I have definitely gone through really crazy, depressive times on this, episode, on this podcast. I've gone through really exciting times, and just the fact that a majority of y'all really f*** with it like this just means a ton. I don't know. I <laughs> This turned into like an eight-hour th- thing that I just remembered that like three other people are watching me give. But like, I don't know. It feels really special for like to have this little weird corner of the internet um, and to have people there who also listen to it. Because on, it's one thing to do this, but then to have it be received and to have people like understand your thought process as batshit crazy as it is, is, I don't know, really cool. And the fact that y'all incorporate it into your lives as much as you do is just really, honestly, incomprehensible to me. But it's also really special, and I appreciate. And, oh my God, are we ending the 420 episode on a genuine, (laughs) nice, loving note? So sweet. That was beautiful. And we have a war on drugs? (laughs) We should have a war on war. And a war on Republicans. Wow, okay, and suddenly, yep, this is why I called it on Hinge with Chris Clemens, holy shit. To freedom! <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. I'm not going to really do a huge thank you because I just f-ing did for like 20 minutes. But um, be sure to rate and review every episode that you've listened to with five stars and a lovely note because it really does help. It helps puts us on the chart. And guys, Unhinged needs to take over the world. Let the weirdos f-ing unite. I feel like I just started a cult. It's really exciting. Can I get tax tax exemptions? (laughs) No, that's a church. Same thing. Um, Thank you guys so much. Happy 420 to those who celebrate. To those who don't, love you just as much. You don't need to smoke. So many people think you do. You don't. Um, Sorry, Justin, you're going to have so much bleeping on. Oh, I'm so sorry. On this episode. Um... I might want to see a little clippy of this one before it goes live. (laughs) Um, Thank you as always, Sam, Justin, and Jake for being here. And this has been Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and take a little puff for me, baby. That was supposed to be like smoke exhale. It just sounded like I was out of breath, which I also am. So two birds, one stone. Thank you.